Good morning, kings and queens. We're back. Episode 21, here we are again. How could you play me? Okay. What yeah. is that, Kaylani? No. Famous Dex. No. You, uh, um, I was, you haven't seen that video? I didn't know we listened to rapists now. I'm just kidding. I know he's not a rapist. I just wanted to say <laughs> no, that. No, I think I, he is. But have you, <laughs> have you seen that video? You haven't seen that video of that girl like singing? And she's uh, like, how could did, you play me? Is it, how could you play me, No, I've only seen the one where, like, it's the girl singing Rihanna. Like, oh. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's a new girl. So I just screamed she into the at, mic, probably. I'm about to edit that out. She was at the BET experience, and they, like, wanted her to sing it. It's a funny thing, I guess. But, um, yeah, we're back. You want to hop into the first, um, uh, beef shopping? What was what did we say was gonna be first anyways? I mean we could I guess we could recap like all types of like black entertainment television. Yeah, there's that been a lot of things happening. I was actually um there to see the BT Awards firsthand, so you know, I'll give you Speak a little insider. But no before <laughs> No, before we even Actually, Deborah Lee like talked. To, I talk, wait. No, nah, Deborah. Deborah's down to earth. She, nothing against Deborah. Have nothing no, De- against Deborah. Deborah, come Deborah, on the podcast. Deborah did a lot for black people. Actually, I'm just, no. So um, I'm just kidding. No, listen to me. Okay, so I just wanted to talk about like all the things around the BT Awards, but I wanted to mention how it was funny how she was talking to us too because you know, yeah. So um, we were okay. Me and Carrie were really, like, just low-key going off. I do want to say, before I even speak about all this, I do want to admit I did gain some respect for, like, BET as a whole this past weekend. So, like, before I was like, eh, I, I can't really, BET not really, like, all that to me. Like, you know, what they're really doing, what they network and stuff. But, like, <laughs> after, like, I really seen them in, like, a little different light. And then I was just like, no, this, these awards gonna be some like coon stuff going on. Not really like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like when I was there, I was like, you know what? It's not really that bad. You know, I really I see what's going on. You know, Deborah, I I heard her from her heart. You know, what she had to say to us. You know, she's not. You know, Deborah, she cool peoples, and yeah. But that doesn't mean that we don't have any bones to pick with <laughs> the way that the show was set up or the things that they do. You know, the way they run and stuff around BT. So we just got a lot of comments about the show. And one thing that me and Carrie were um, talking about and wanted to point out is how they don't really represent, like, alternative black people or artists yeah. at, at I, their shows. Yeah, I don't I don't think they represent, like, all black artists. Like, it's so, like, okay, black entertainment television, but it only represents, like, rappers and singers. And, like, not even all singers. You only represent, like, people who are in, like, the top 40, like, Yeah, how that's many what times? I was saying, too. Because we're, we're asking each other, like, why aren't these people here? Why like, aren't Childish they Gambino yeah. had a great album this why year that black that? people loved. Yeah. <laughs> so why he wasn't nominated for anything? Nicki Minaj has won the same award for, for like, it's been, Remy Ma <laughs> just got it. I'm so happy Remy Ma like, just got a gel and was able so to win it. So else could win. But, but it's like, still, like, okay, no name exists. It's Princess No No Name really should have got No Name No Name just see if y'all no acknowledging name, Chance the Rapper like, on, like she could have been No Name could have been like I know that she's not 
exactly new, but like new towards. Oh the no, mainstream. yeah, she most definitely could have like. If yeah, y'all still calling Chance a new, new artist, you can definitely like call no her a new artist. Yeah. Raven so, Lene is like making you. a lot of waves. Thank you. Okay, so I there's have a letter so to write people, to Sam, but like okay. there's so many people. Wow. So that was one thing we were saying. That was the first thing because you know, like we've seen the same people. I mentioned to carry all love to these artists, but I'm like, how much Migos? Yeah. Um, future and like Chris Brown, can we get shoved in our face like every single award show? Or I'm just like, it's too much. So, yes, I'm just like, am I crazy? But did we like watch all these people like last year perform and, and the year get on the stage like over and over again? I'm just like, what I'm saying is like, it's more black celebrities yeah. and artists out there other than these people. We celebrate them, we like them, they are great. But can we please get like somebody else up in here who deserves some stuff too? Because I that's the whole thing. Like, you know, it's people at the top. And, you know, they're at the top, but how much is it, like, going to be that we celebrate? But if it's just, like, we're putting them up, like, what about those other people who need that exposure and stuff like that? So, and, yeah. Yeah. But also, like, then we got to think about, like, what the BET Awards is for. Like, ultimately, they just want to get, like, a lot of ratings. They want a lot of people to That is in. what Deborah was actually saying. Yeah. But. And the <laughs> average, like, okay, who's, if you look at BET's, like, target demographic, like, probably, like, black people from our age to, like mid-20s and those people that are watching the BET Awards are not looking like if you really think about it that's what they wanted to see like everybody was really happy with the BET Awards because they saw Migos they saw I like SZA but you no, know. I just want to point out that um the best part of the entire night was New Edition because oh, I was yeah. just like, that's just okay really I was watching Everyday Struggle and Joe Budden was like um what I don't know. Say? He's just so funny. I really, um, I know I said I didn't like him like a long time ago in the pod, but I really like, I love <laughs> him now. Because you said, didn't we do that? With Charlemagne? No, because we we always liked him on the podcast. No, I think it was before the podcast, but towards like, us getting to the we were like, he go people. <laughs> I don't know. Who was it? The no, only person I can think of is Charlemagne. No, I don't think, was it Charlemagne we didn't like or was it Lil Duval? I feel like oh I I don't like Little Duval at all so it was most definitely Charlamagne because I hate no, Little Duval. What? No, I'm saying who was it that we didn't like? Oh, Little Duval. So did we ever not like Charlamagne? I don't know. I think I had like I don't know. My feelings towards Charlamagne weren't always positive. We didn't, we didn't know too much. We didn't know yet. too much about Charlie. Much but um, what was I have to be? Oh, speaking, of, I seen him too. I was oh, in that. I was in that genius talk with him and Ava DuVernay. That, he I, said something funny. I'm gonna share it with you. What did he say? Like, I'll share it, like, after, I love I guess. him and Ava DuVernay. We need to get them both. Bro, I want them to do it, like, I want them to, I want to see them speak with one another. That's okay. It was, yeah, it was really great, like, watching them wow. out there. But what were we even talking oh, about? Oh, I was um, saying, like, BT, like, the people who watched that and the people they were trying to target, like, they loved it. So, for that part, it was, like, they had, they, like, it was success. But also, on Everyday Struggle, I was watching the Vince Staples interview, and, like, they are talking about, like, DJ Academics' dumbass was like, oh, BT for the culture. And then Vince Staples was like, okay, so what is the culture? Because, like, that word just gets thrown around all the time. And he was just like, oh, you know, black culture, like, you know, culture. And then he was like, so what is it? And then DJ Academics was just like, oh, you know, people appropriate the culture. And then, but he was, like, never answering okay, the question. Be, can and I just ask something before I forget what? it? Because uh, I just want to bring up. How, how um they really just snatched a dude off of Twitter and brought him on I the red carpet and on like 
platforms to interview celebrities. Like, where's his credentials? I'm not even saying that you really need credentials as such because, you know, anybody could just get them, like, a nice little job any day doing what they do. But y'all really took, and it shows, like, you really took, like, a dude off of his, like, Twitter handle talking about mess all day just and gave him a job like this. And it shows why he's not really, like, that qualified. And, like, people get jobs from Twitter all the time, but DJ Academics did not. It's not for him. Like, he's dumb. He's I, I love when Joe Budden, like, disrespects him because just like you're a bitch like you're a bitch to me i hate him oh uh, wait so can you go what, what you oh about the anyway we're t- they're talking about that and like everybody always likes to talk about what black culture is but if you really think about it like what is black culture like we make like that's just the regular culture like what vince staples was saying like my when miley cyrus wanted to get popping who did she call michael made it when Katy Perry was flopping and she needed, like, something to get back on her feet, who she called Migos, like, none of these people are ever calling, like, the other people. Taylor Swift needed a popping song. She called Kendrick Lamar. So it's just, like, people talk about, like, black culture and the culture all the time. And it's just, like, that's low-key pigeonholing yourself because, like, black culture is, like, regular culture. Like, we make everything. There's no reason for y'all to be, like, oh, they're still in the culture. It's just, like, no, like, that's just what the culture is. I will say, though, white people with braids is nasty. I need to stop doing that. But, yeah, that's what I just wanted to say. But BET Awards are cool. Bruno Mars had a fire performance. <laughs> I stand funny. Bruno Mars. It's funny you said, you said that. I didn't, I didn't know you are not to say I'm not one. I just was going to say I didn't know you were a big, like, Bruno Mars fan. Yeah, I like Bruno Mars. It's nice. Um, <laughs> well, I was just trying to see what notification you got <laughs> but um yeah bruno cool um <laughs> bruno cool <laughs> yeah. best performance honestly that's best performance of new edition okay, yeah, i was having edition. so much fun when they performed. i was having so much we, fun we weren't supposed to record there but i took my phone i was recording yeah, all I types of videos it. like mr <laughs> yeah i was going off in that um crowd like i was like i know they're not about to perform because now they got their award until like you mm-hmm. know the actors went said they got their awards and then like the seats where i was sitting you could kind of see like the whole entire stage so like they have this like kind of wall thing they put up and down when like people about to perform mm-hmm. and so i seen them like setting the stage and i'm like i see new edition and like <laughs> this performance is kind of over so i know they about to perform they got their awards they walk back there i'm like oh they about to perform let's get up and <laughs> watch this and i was just like oh my goodness like i was just like having so much fun yeah and it was really exciting to me because i said they're about to go on tour so i thought oh that's like really oh, great indeed. like i'm so happy for like new addition in their lives right now like speaking of that there's a tweet i can't remember exactly what it said but it was like new addition finna go on tour and like ruin each other or like hate each other all over again and i was just like <laughs> what? That's this, gonna happen. this journey has brought them together for the better it's just so funny <laughs> they're about to hate each other all over again i'm crying but yeah um, and then Bobby Brown, how he was like, I've been through hell. Like, you know, when they were talking about their acceptance, he's like, yeah. y'all been with me all the way through, and I've been through some shit. Johnny Gill wasn't trying to let nobody speak. I forgot what he Nigga said. Nigga ain't have nothing to say, but was not trying to I get the microphone. He, he was just talking like, he was saying the same thing as everybody else, but like, he did not want to give up the mic. Like, Johnny, <laughs> my nigga, like, stop. Johnny is hot, selfish with the mic. But yeah, he's the only one that still looks... Oh, and also, I want to tell you, um, they're, when they're at the BET Awards, like, they're still ugly to me, but they honestly, they didn't look that bad. So, just wanted oh, to yeah. tell you that. Just a the- side note for people who <laughs> haven't listened to, like, our episode entitled, Can You Stand the Pain? <laughs> Carrie was just going off. off on how she yeah. thinks that no one in New Edition was ever attractive and how, like... I don't beauty shame anymore either, so... 
it's in her past, but if you want to review her past, you can go listen to that episode, which I 10 out of 10 recommend because it was just really funny. So, yeah, for her to say that now, a little bit of growth. but <laughs> A little bit of growth. And yeah. also, I, I want to say this, too, because back on that episode, I was bringing up how I really love um, Ronnie and Shamari's. Uh, relationship because I told you guys Shamari was a singer from Black in the 90s and like her and Ronnie DeVoe are married and I was just like I love this relationship <laughs> and guess what a long time well not a long time ago like recently a bit she had announced that she was pregnant and they're oh, having twins and on TV wow. a lot of people didn't catch this but on TV he did his gender reveal like right when the screen was coming up and then he was just saying thank you to our fans you know all these years Shamari rub your belly for um me uh, and those two boys but like no one really noticed and then like I was just watching the video and I was just like oh wow this is so sweet and I wish Shamari was there so I could like see her in her baby butt but like you know how old is she she's in like her 30s yeah she's in her 30s cute they have like age gap but i think it's like really beautiful regardless (laughs) (laughs) they're yes they're having two twin boys that's really cute to me so yeah cute i stand a legend um (laughs) also what anything else had the bt awards Oh, um, Joe Budden and me. I mean, everybody but knows. I, I'm I was on Joe Budden's side, so I don't really care about that. Oh, when he got up? Mm-hmm. I mean. Because I watched Everyday Struggle, just so you guys know, is my new favorite show. Um, Let Nadeska speak. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm on Joe Budden's side for everything these days. I yeah, stand. that was, I'm not to say that I don't like him anymore. Cause I, I always like Joe Budden, but I don't really keep up that much anymore. Like, I mean, I like Everyday Struggle. I watch it, well, when it's something I want to see out of it. But, like, I was, I liked listening to his podcast before he got on Everyday Struggle. And I just, like, really valued his tweets before, like, he was getting on this, like, wave now, too. But, like, I don't know. Like, maybe he'd been in, like, a tweet drought or something because everything's about Everyday Struggle now on his Twitter. And I'm just kind of mad. But, but I mean, I still leave support, him alone. I still support my boy, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So that happened. The little Migos thing. I thought it was pretty funny. But I mean, I don't want to talk about it too much because Migos I mean, homophobic. It was something that happened, but <laughs> Migos homophobic. <laughs> wait, wait, wasn't something on Twitter that brought that up? Yeah. I for, what did it say? I feel like I was laughing at something that had to do with them being homophobic. Um, but... well I know that they said that um, <laughs> when they were supposed to perform with Katy Perry on SNL. Katy Perry was supposed to have drag queens, and it was like, no. <laughs> and then um, they they had said something, oh, and then they had, like, they were in the interview or something, and Offset, my favorite Migo, uh, he said something like that, like, gay shit is not cool or, like, <laughs> they, no, they asked, him, they asked him about McConan, and then they was like, oh, I just think he rapping about all that stuff, and then he just gonna come out and say he gay, like, that's kind of off to me something along those lines like those aren't his exact words but yeah they was basically like he can't talk about hard shit if he gay and then niggas like Migos homophobic and then they put out a statement I was like we love gay people <laughs> we love the gays we stand Frank we Ocean love, we love the gays everybody love to bring Frank Ocean up when they come in for like people coming for them being homophobic yeah but yeah Migos homophobic, but we stand a uh, homophobic legends in this house. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Migos. Um, I'm happy that like they're at a peak in their career right now. You know? Yeah. Just, also, also want to say Takeoff's body is so nice to me when he had his uh, <laughs> when he had his shirt open and the Everyday Struggle interview. I like his stomach a lot. It's so it just looks very smooth and like cute. Okay, you can touch. <laughs> um, I 
I don't know. I think that I think we kind of off beats. I'm trying to think if there's any like last remarks I have about like the whole beat. Oh, what did Deborah Lee say? She was just we'll talking to you guys about. She was just I don't know like you know inspirational type stuff. She uh, answered a couple questions and stuff. Ma- mainly like people asking like how did she get where she was? What keeps her like going in her career? And one thing I want to point out that she said she was like saying how like Im- important it is to her to like keep BT and like their legacy like in a good light because at one point BT was like the only channel that was targeted for like black people yeah. like when it first came out like that was rare like just for like black people only so she's been working there for like a super long time Whew, and like she... now you know she's she tries to like you know get what people want to see on the network <clears> and stuff <throat> And she's like, what she, one thing she doesn't do, she said, it was ratchet reality. Okay, and I think Deb. she was trying to, you know, give a little, <laughs> little shade, shade to, to love and hip-hop. Yeah, VH1, and so she Mona, like, she's she coming like, for you, girl. She was like, one thing I don't do is ratchet reality. That's something I we stand. don't do. I stand. okay, miss. Like, all <laughs> okay, right. Miss Lee. <laughs> miss Lee. So she was like, we don't do ratchet <laughs> reality here. And I was, I was just laughing at I'm that. To, oh, like, yes, they she do. She saying, like, we, we're trying to shine, like, the light on our people, like, good. And, Didn't you know, Keisha Cole have a reality show on BT now that I think about was it? Was Deborah like, in charge back then? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, because she had her position. Yeah, well, no, she had it no, for no, a long no, time. She's been working there for a long time, but I don't know if she's been in the whole CEO oh, okay. position. Like oh, yeah, no, she hasn't. Not not when that happened, I don't think. Okay. Because so. that, like, happened recently. Or not recently, but not too long ago when she I don't became know. CEO. But, yeah, her whole thing she was saying basically was, like, you know, keeping, like, BT good for the audiences, you know, do things for everyone who wants to see it, you know, stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Miss Deborah, you know, I respect <laughs> Miss you. Miss Deb. <laughs> Miss Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Lee. Debbie Debbie. I have something to say. Um, one thing I want to say is that next year we don't really need a lot of all that um, mess you putting on the stage, you know. Nah. But, yeah, Debbie's cool, so... I guess that's Okay, that. I have one question. Why French Montana was holding a black baby while he was performing? Hey, it's funny because we were watching on Friday. Uh, we were watching Big Sean rehearse for his uh, performance. Mm-hmm. So after he was done, uh, that's when French Montana was getting ready to go up. And they were setting the stage. And I was looking at it. And I was like, this looks like some like African type stuff. Like I, Who like performing? It's like an international act like, coming on the stage. Turns out it's French Montana. French I'm Montana. like, what is he about to sing on the stage? Like, and you know, you see the dance and stuff. They all like getting it yeah. like, on the stage, like popping. So I'm like, oh, the dancers, they lit. I'm like, who, like, who's like act is this? And it's French Montana. And I was like so confused. I was like, I don't know what his like music about to be or what he about to be singing about. But I was just really confused. I don't know. So when he, we actually seen him perform, and I seen that baby. And then I seen you that tweet, baby. I seen you too. Like, what's he doing with the black baby in his hand? And you know, I was as confused as you. I didn't really know what's going on. But like, props to his dancers though, and the whole stage setup. That's the point. He's not black, but he do be saying nigga. He diss black people, right? And, yeah, and black and, women. And, yeah, and somebody's like, oh, that was his apology to black women that performance because it was like a bunch of like or black, black girls. children, girls dancing on stage, mm-hmm. and he put a black his baby performance in his is like very ethnic, like yeah, very ethnic. Also, I stand uh, Sway Lee, yeah, on yeah, any yeah. hook, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, Sway Lee here, let's get it, y'all. <laughs> okay, do it. Then y'all put her hands in the air and like. <laughs> It was really funny, okay. Because at any time, like, someone good, like, you know, that's when I got up to yeah. watch them out my seat. Swaley, ugh. He needs to just come out. He's he's going solo, right? 
Oh my god. You didn't know that? What? He's coming out with like Okay, yeah, not for like he's gonna put out like a solo project, right? Yeah, I thought you meant like he's gonna solo. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, didn't mean that. I stand that. He needs to like just come out with the album where he's only singing. Yeah, hey, have you seen that new drip of him? It's my favorite. Yeah, or he's like <laughs> when you confuse him, it's like <laughs> so when you're trying to smile after you done crying. <laughs> I that's even that's funny. I love that drip. Okay, yeah. We've been talking about BT for okay. like twenty minutes. I, I think that's it that I had to say about yeah, it. Yeah, honestly I have no more I have no other words for them. I did tell you guys I gained a little respect for BT as a whole and like, you know, I, I kinda you know, I like I like BT. You know? <laughs> I like BT. <laughs> I, you might see me at the awards like <laughs> two years from now, you know. Yeah. Oh. Also, since we're off BET, let me tell y'all who should have won every single award. Yes, let's bring it in then. Okay, <laughs> it was definitely should have been Mad OX, so. <laughs> Mad OX in the building, oh, you made you count it, and then you get like me. I don't know I'm why they didn't have him perform on the Nissan stage, but I got a little complaint. They could have taken, who performed? They could have taken um, French Montana and honestly just gave Mad OX that slot because he deserves it more. So, um, I can't wait to see where that that boy goes. I stand. I know. Like, we need to get him signed. We need to honestly, bring him on the pod. Honestly, we need to bring him on. The, is he back in Philadelphia? I don't know. Because I don't really be on Twitter like that. Yeah, because I remember, like, I don't know if it was a week or two weeks ago, he, like, um, performed at the same space as Chief Keef. I, I seen that video with yeah. yeah, and then he like, yeah, and then he like jumped in the crowd, and it's like an interview. He did like a little interview. If you guys don't know who this is, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt is a young white Matt. boy. He's from Philadelphia, you know, doing He's his thing with the king. rap game. You know, yeah. how old is he? Third. 13 something like that it's so funny though because he did an interview and he was like they're like um what is your biggest inspirations and he was like like he he's so young he literally has no memories he was like um when i was four you know i really used to listen to i used to really be into eminem and i was just like this nigga though he was four like he's literally a child but um <laughs> and then he was like he did like a little interview he was like like before his um performance he was like I'm jumping in that stage, man. I don't care. I mean, that crowd, man. I don't care what nobody say, man. I'm jumping in that thing, man. And I was like, I love you. He's funny. His freestyle, it went. It went. It went hard. It went, hey, that shit, that's hard. Hey, y'all better go on Twitter and watch his freestyle. He said, hey, it's not a wax, hey. And I'm on the hey. And then I'm on And then I'm He had to clear his throat, yeah, he, like, his throat his at one point. Yeah, he like clears his like mid- like midway through the uh, <laughs> right? freestyle, you know, you kind of hear it about to like get a little raspy, then he cough, get back on his stuff. <laughs> I'm ready for him to drop like a full project. Said, and then boys on talk, hey. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But I yeah. just love in his room, like when he did the freestyle. I love it. It's just I so know, right? cute and like the way his hair was. With the yeah, hat. like all right, yeah, all right, Matt. I fly you out. Well, but, we don't, um, we don't need um Danielle Bergoli to get her hands on. Nah, they probably like gonna like happens. join forces and go on tour. Oh or my god! Together. Please don't put that. Please don't put that in the air. I that's a little sad. She talks to NBA Young Boy. She talk- <laughs> like I like yeah. I saw like some pictures on Twitter and they're just like I they're in a picture together and they're like. And also, she wears the same. She literally has the same, the same tank on. top. Like my nigga had the same tank top and Adidas pants on like every single day. Hey, like Love I used to think queen. she was like lying about her age or something because she got like tattoos and tongue piercing. All that's mess. Stuff. But I mean, hey, do you, Danielle? If that's like <laughs> if that's what sets you free. 
cool. Because uh, I'm not you, but I'm, I just thought she was like 18. She's so. going to prison soon. I guess you could speak about that theory. I didn't know Thank how you. true that was, but you said you hope it's true. Um. Okay, so Bossa wrote an article, and it says, Cash me outside, chick, pleads guilty to multiple charges. And basic... <laughs> okay, now how the article starts off and says, Did you know her last name is Peskowitz? See, they Dan- lie about everything. I'm pretty sure she's not 13 <laughs> years old. Danielle Brigoli Peskowitz and her Caucasian mama marched into a Florida court today to plead guilty to multiple charges she racked up before her famous Dr. Phil episode. So this was before she was famous. Um, a judge will sentence Danielle at a hearing next month while her father, Ira Peskowitz, continues to fight for her custody. He says the 14-year-old's lifestyle is inappropriate. Apparently, she has a whole management team and is out here flexing from coast to coast. Um, yeah, the charges are, I think, like possession of marijuana... Oh, she pled guilty of grand theft and possession of marijuana. Yeah. And she filed a false police report on her mother where she accused her of using heroin. (laughs) So, that's that. I mean, I guess. I mean, I I, I don't put it past a white child to, like, call the police and say her mom was doing heroin. So, that's it for that. Didn't she buy, like, a car? Yeah, she bought like a like a. Four. I, I, I don't really. I'm not. I'm not trying to get into this coon stuff no more. <laughs> um, next topic. So, we was on Twitter, and <laughs> as, as always, you know, that's our whole little segue into things. We was on Twitter. It's on Twitter. Twitter. Daily scrolls. Daily scrolls, and uh, we seen this tweet on our TL. You know, going around LA Twitter because about LA folk, and it's like <laughs> the top three black neighborhoods are it said view park right view, view park, park ladera and Ballin hills. hills is a stretch it's a, a stretch so i'm like at first me and carrie like huh? i don't know dog <laughs> like i don't know like out of this whole united states like you know it's, it's some nice places out here and then and they're all in la so then after me and carrie said to each other like we don't know it's a, it's a no from us <laughs> Then me, I come across another tweet from her, and she's like, because a lot of people hating, here's, like, the facts, and came from an article where it states, like, the top ten black communities in America. And the first three, of course, like she said, was View Park, Ladera, and Baldwin Hills. And then I was just, like, <laughs> still, I was still talking to Carrie, and I was like, okay, but facts don't matter. <laughs> like, What does that mean to me? <laughs> facts do not matter. But, no, it was just funny to us because, like, you know, out here in L.A., those are some nice areas to live in. They literally all was, like, they're right next to each other. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, like, they cool little places. Like, you know, it's, you get you a nice house over there. But, like, if we talk about the whole America, like, you can go to Atlanta and get you a house for, like, as much as you pay out here in L.A., but you got, like, three stories out there. And some rich, like, black folk living in Atlanta. Like, have y'all seen Real Housewives of Atlanta? Potomac like, actually has a lot of... <laughs> um, is it a black community? Yeah, it's, okay. like, one of the richest black communities. Okay, like, so, Niggas yeah. in Potomac have money in their So what I'm saying is, like, out here in L.A., definitely uh, the Hills area that was mentioned, those are nice. 
right? It was Ballin Hills. Ballin Hills. Ballin Hills Where else? You live in jungles, but Ballin Hills. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> How are you gonna say Ballin Hills? You literally like you live right next door to the jungles. jungles like, but okay, take your ass down that hill. You are gonna be in the jungles? <laughs> like whatever, my okay. nigga. No, so um, was, View Park and yeah, okay. View Park. View Park. The only one I forgot. View Park. Yeah, View Park is cool. All these hill like hill areas that have really nice <laughs> houses. Ladera is cool too. It's not well. Not, actually, Ladera they're just Ladera like Heights is more so like the hillside, right? Yeah, exactly. We talked about this on episode one. You know, kind of like the bougie side of the black folk. You know, you know, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know who they are. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> literally, you know who, you know who they, they are. are. <laughs> if you ever okay, if you ever seen Ladera's like a cult. Like if you ever seen anybody act hard, but like but they, they parents have a Benz and are dentists and doctors, but they like to like. Act like they gangbangers. If the anybody nigga, from any world, like any city, that's a Ladera nigga kid. for you. Like, you just gotta label them like you from Ladera. Like if no, and they enrolled in a private school too. Yeah, they from Ladera. Or like, if, they, if they from okay, they probably go to Sarah and, and Saint Bernard. Yeah, and their parents like they be having money that no, they, they go to give them. They go to Sarah, Saint Bernard's. Um, what's some more? They or ooh, even okay, if they own like some whole different shit, they might even go to crossroads for you. Hey, Who hey, knows? No, for real. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> love to attend crossroads and think they're better than people. I had a game we had a game at crossroads one time. But right, they think they better than everybody. Just cause your school got a pool, you ain't nothing. <laughs> nah, but yeah. Nah, These Ladera kids no, they kinda of been like it it wasn't that much hype around like that no more for the Ladera yeah, kids. I mean they over. do have parties over there every night. It's and over then. for them, I think. Like that, that, like, that culture, Ladera culture, culture is, is out, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's back on the hood kids yeah. now. Because we everything they want to be either <laughs> way, you know. Damn, that's crazy. Ladera culture really existed for, like, so long. It, it still low-key does, but it's not the hype around them yeah, no more. Yeah, it's, like, not important anymore. Ladera culture, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, y'all got to just come out here one day and just see what we talking yeah. about. I oh. went to school with a lot of, like, Ladera folk. And then, like, it's funny when they just be, like, repping it to, like, Ladera. Like, I remember at one point on Instagram, like, everyone had, like, Ladera in their bio because, like, they just rep, like, where they live. Like, Ladera <laughs> with a palm tree. And it's like, y'all, like, really think y'all, like, the elite, like. My parents said they're, when they were looking for houses when they first got married, they were going to buy a house in Ladera, but they didn't. And I was lucky salty about it when I was little. But I you're got over happy that. happy you live, like, <laughs> look, you're everything the Ladera kids want to be. <laughs> Set. I mean, true, but I'm over that. I'm not over talking about Ladera culture. So Danielle's music corner for today. I'm gonna just do something like a little bit new, twist some things up, and you know, sometimes we don't always share songs, but like you know, we just talk a bit. So I was just gonna talk about like a lot of people that I find are musical geniuses in the music industry and why I think that. And just, you know, shed a little light on them that you may or may not know of. So today, who I want to, like, shed that light on is Devontae Swing of Jodeci because he was, like, one of the most greatest songwriters, producers, etc., you know, back in the 90s. And like I said, he came out of Jodeci and, like, before Jodeci was even a group, he wanted to like work for Prince so he ran away from home and like went to where Prince is and they like all denied him but this did not stray him from his dream as it had Jodeci as a group and you know he was about to do his thing so (laughs) he originally you know went out for work as a producer and so like even though 
Like, he wasn't really singing all the time. Lead for Jodeci, he wrote their songs. He produced, you know, for all their albums. And I find it, like, amazing that he has production credits and composition credits for other groups. He found so much talent out of the 90s, like, Missy Elliott, Timbaland are, like, the most known now that came from a little bit of his direction. He was really finding a lot of talent and, you know, like, boosting them and helping them out and guiding them. He's just really great. If you have the time, then you should just go on your phone and just look up some things you might not know that, like, he was responsible for and, like, producing. <laughs> are you laughing at something I probably told you that he did? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about how he looks now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, he kind of, you know somebody a legend if they just messed up now. <laughs> you know, it's okay, because... He he made great stuff back in the day, so I'm not going to hold that against him. What I did want to point out, I was saying, like, he's really great into the producing side of things. Like, uh, I was watching a documentary. It was actually on BT, I think, back in the day, because, like, throughout the whole thing, they would just say, like, what up, BT? And stuff. so I'm like, oh, this came on BT. When BT had some, like, nice type of, like, programming <laughs> on. It's called, like, DocuGroove. I think the whole thing was premised around their Diary of a Mad band album, but I'm not fully sure. But, yes, yeah, so they're just following Jodeci around for, like, all of that. And as other members of Jodeci, like, were recording, Devante, he was sitting outside with the other producers. Say, like, if Casey or JoJo were, like, recording, like, but Devante really with the sitting with the producers up there, you know, telling them what they need to do and stuff like that. So he was really, like, the mastermind of the whole group. And mm-hmm. I really think that it's, like, so tight because a lot of people don't really know that unless they're, like, big fans or something. But, like, he's really, like, great. He should have a movie for himself. I find that it would be very interesting considering his, like, personal life, mm-hmm. which is something Carrie wanted me to get into because <laughs> he's, like, a little bit messed up now. But a little I'm, bit. <laughs> we don't really hear a lot of Devante now, you know. I like that about him, too. Like, he's not really into the media or the public, like, at all. Last time, the public probably him seen him. <laughs> we don't I want, want him to, to be. Him. I want more music from him. But yeah. I want to see that face. Yeah, if you guys aren't familiar, he has like a whole face tat and like he wears his hair in like this like tiny bun at the top of Just his head. Just search Devante Swing 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like at one point back in like the 90s, Okay, Carrie pulled up. A, <laughs> Carrie pulled up a picture. It's funny because he was like, at one period, he was like one of the greatest looking like males like ever, of like of all time. Like he was attractive. So like he is like the, he was the definition of like attractive. Handsome. Like right, he was very handsome. And then I, we don't know what happened after that. He was I did good right here. Yeah, it was one point where like. It was his new, like, time where he had the face tap, but he wasn't, like, fully gone. I feel like that was what that picture was from. But, yeah, a lot of stuff happened with his personal life, you know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know him personally, so I can't really speak on his life like that. But if you're interested, like me, you could definitely go online and just read about a lot of stuff. Like, at one point, his house got broken into, and, like, he just was messed up after that. He did, like, a solo joint called gin and juice (laughs) i don't know you just gotta really look into it like his life is very interesting to me his life and just the way that he made music and just how much of a genius he was is he married or like has i don't think he's married i'm i highly doubt that but the way that his life is set up he (laughs) could be married and not tell anybody so that's true i wouldn't put it past him 
That's good. I want to be like. The, I want to be just that. like him. <laughs> I want to go through something hard and then just like change for the rest of my life and still make great music like for that. I Definitely be just like him. Because I was going to say that too. Like he's one of the like producers that I aspire. Well, producers, songwriters, and composers that I aspire to be because he was just that good to me. So I was going to say like you know I really want to be like him. Like he's someone I look up to now. Like no. Yeah, I feel you now. I look. I admire Devonte just because of his face tat. Like you know that that's really me. Like, one day it? I'm gonna just like wake up. I'm gonna just no. get a face tat and just like change. Like <laughs> that changes a person. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what his tattoo exactly is. I I, I thought it was like some flame. Yeah, I've seen the, yeah, it's like flame. We'll check up on it. Like, I won't. I will. <laughs> Look, I will. One day, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna write a whole essay about. You like, just, yeah, I know. Uh, that's also not yet, but I was in the work because I wanted to be perfect because it like matters a lot to me. Should make a ser- a Devonte swing series. I know, uh, no, not to even be funny. No, not to be funny. Like, I know, like, not to be ass. funny. I was like at home, like I told you. Well, I didn't say it on the podcast, but I was talking to Carrie. But like periodically, I'll just pick someone that I really admire with music and I'll just start reading up and watching a lot of them, listen to a lot of them, just like noting everything about them. So right now I was doing that with like Devante and Carrie just said I should like make a series about him. And it's honestly something that came across my head. I was like, when I just really got like clout and stuff, yeah. like, I'm gonna just come out with that because it's a lot of people in this industry that aren't glorified on like the state that they should be. Mm-hmm. Like you ask somebody... I know it's mainly because a lot of people are young now, so they don't know too much. And that's another reason why that it should be done, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of people just don't know about the people behind the scenes. Like, you see him? He's in Jodeci, another <laughs> band member. But, no, like, he's really responsible for a lot of the good music that came out for them. You know, like, yeah. their whole, like, shebang. <laughs> Give it up, like, to Devante. So that's actually something that, like, I would really want to do, you know. Like, I was really into, like film back then and stuff like that so like that's something that would be like so great to me like i should yeah. just like definitely do that like soon in the future it it will be done and it will be done right you know <laughs> um yeah like you know people write like books about <clears throat> like famous artists like shoot that that'd be tight um okay just wanted to let you guys know um i don't have horoscopes say but i like found something that out that was really interesting and I'm just going to share it. So I was listening to this podcast, <clears throat> and this girl was talking about how she, like, went somewhere, and, like, I guess it was, like, a psychic or, like, someone who deals with energy and and stuff like that, and, like, basically she got her energy stolen because if you go to these places, like, they'll make you write your, yeah, it's crazy, like, they'll make you, like, write your name down. Or whatever, and then, like, they write their name down, and, like, your energy is in your writing. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, your energy, most of your energy is in your writing. So, like, basically, if you, like, go to any of these, like, psychics or, like, people who read, like, tarot cards or something like that, like, they can steal your energy. And basically, she stole her energy. And it was just so crazy. What happened? Like, okay. Well, if that happens to you, like... what did she do with that? No, she didn't, like, do anything bad to her. It's just, like, she, like, shared things with her, and then, like, when she wrote her name down, like, that energy, like, she just gave it to the other, like, person without knowing it. And, like, when stuff like that happens, like, if that person... That person can, like, have your energy, and then, like, for, like, the following three weeks, like... I don't know if I'm saying it right, 
but like for like the next three weeks like anything like bad that happens to you or like unfortunate events that you go through can be due to the fact that they took your energy and now like they're just doing different things with it and that's a way for them to like bring you back because if you go there and then like they give you a reading or something and you give them your energy and then like bad shit starts happening to you after that they use that as a way for you to keep coming back to them so like they can get more money and I was just like wow that's like insane so yeah like don't I know like fake deep people be on Twitter like don't let anyone steal your energy but literally do not let anyone steal your energy because that shit's crazy and I'm gonna like go read up on this some more because it was really interesting just learning about it and yeah that's what I just wanted to say about that and that Mercury and retrograde shit is weird is not weird but it's real that's what I was gonna say but yeah that shit's crazy spirituality i feel like goddamn uh princess nokia when i learned that okay you can come back you're gonna do a horoscope no i just said i wasn't doing horoscopes i was just gonna share that with them okay i'm back what else what else do we have to talk about i was gonna say something but i really can't remember what it was (sighs) let's see let me find something how could you play me? How could you play me, baby? You did me shady. Oh, I was going to talk about <clears throat> how I totally forgot that Tyler, the creator, gifted us shoes. And Danielle didn't remind. I mean, I didn't remember until Danielle posted a tweet. And, like, it was an email or something. And I went to my inbox and I was like, this shit not even here. And I had to go to my spam because that's what it was in. Are you serious? Yeah. So you wouldn't have even known if I posted. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, I know. Need to know why I went to spam, but um, cool. So we're also freaking, everyone who's a Tyler fan is freaking out on Twitter because he's been mm-hmm. having this whole countdown thing yeah. for like the one past week. Yes, one more day. And everyone's just like, is it a new album? Is it this? No. Is it that? And the kid's like, well, me and Carrie both just like, maybe it's just the shoes because, you yeah. know, like we just got that notification about getting yeah. our shoes, and I don't know. So maybe he's just announcing his shoes. And I saw a tweet, and it was like, y'all excited, thinking y'all finna get an album. That nigga finna drop a shirt with some cats on it in different colors. And I was like, that's funny. But, um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just the shoes. I doubt it's an album. If it is, that would be tight because it's been a long Maybe time. Album. But, yeah, I doubt it. Niggas been going to the to Randy's like all week, so you went. No, oh, I was gonna go, but and so, uh, I wanted to say something. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna like delete my Twitter app because I'm at this point where I'm trying to like advance myself with like the goals that I have, and you know Twitter's like Very kind of the number one blockage <laughs> of all of that because when I can spend time doing things and getting better at stuff say if it's like with music for me then I'll just sit on my phone and like scroll on Twitter Literally. for a super long time when I can just like plug in my keyboard and start like learning how to play something like there's a lot of things I can do instead of getting on Twitter so I had tweeted today how I think that I'm gonna just delete the app but you know it, it takes a lot in you because you're gonna miss honestly, the memes honestly so, it's, like, gonna, it's like going home it's like I'm gonna be homeless <laughs> 
<laughs> so I've really been thinking all day, like, is this really what I'm going to do? I haven't went home yet to actually decide gonna to, like, like, once I get home, I'm really deciding, like, am I really deleting this app and, and like, that doing that? And yeah. I, I made another post today, too, but it's on my Finsta. I might read it to you guys because I had to do it. Nah, Finsta is very um, personal. It, it is, but in a, like, good way to me. Like, my Finsta, really, I post, like, mine, I kind of think of it as, like, a journey. I don't know, like, a documentation. <laughs> that's yeah, that. that's what I had said. Like, it's really, like, a documentation towards my greatness. Like, <laughs> if I go back to, like, my first post on my Finsta, like, you can see a lot of growth, like, I remember one post is me. I took a picture like some money I had, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm saving up for this keyboard. I really gotta get it. Like, I'm just trying to like do good." Blah blah blah. Another post. I got the keyboard. There's a post of me like playing a song on it, and it's another post. And I'm like, "Oh, I think I really want to delete my Twitter because I want to focus on like my music." Like, there's like a whole like lots of like growth. Like, that's what I think of my Finsta as. Like, I know like a lot of people get on there just like. Talk shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But mine, I don't know. It's like, it's not even a fence to that. So it's just like a super duper private Instagram of mine <laughs> where like I just share things that like that's just going on in my head and that like a select few special people get to witness. So yeah, I think it's pretty cool too how it's saying that like it's a lot of me looking back on like the growth of things because like it's really scary to me like in a like a long time I'll just look back at all this stuff like dang that's really crazy how like this was me one day then that was me then this is me like you know I don't know if that makes sense but yeah that's pretty much what it serves its purpose as in my eyes and yeah so I might as I was saying delete my twitter (laughs) but I will still have my fence around though because you know it's just it's my journal (laughs) (laughs) it's Yes, it's important. Twitter is so toxic and crazy. Wait, I love let me. It. Where's my phone? I was gonna. Hold on. <laughs> toxic and crazy. Exactly. <laughs> I like made a tweet. I know. I really. I, another thing I wanted to say because like a reason why I want to a reason why I want to get off of Twitter is because like a lot of people annoy me with it too. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I'll see something and it just like make me like I don't want to say mad, but it just like <laughs> not make me happy. Like, <laughs> like it's, I, just, it's just a lot of people like. And, you know, just giving, like, other people the power to, like, affect you like that. So I just really have to, like, take... If I don't go far away, I just need to take a break. Are you going to read it? Nah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Um, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we get you. Yeah. You should, I, 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 would, I would try to do the same thing, but honestly, I need some time, so... What? Oh, you need yeah. to stay on Twitter. I need some time. Mean? But I mean, I, I tweeted. I was like, Twitter has ruined all of my relationships, but I will never leave. <laughs> you because oh. I love it so much. I don't know. Like I was happy with myself when I deleted my Instagram. That was Same. like the best feeling ever. Like saying you, you don't have Instagram feels you, so even good. Though not, even though you're not all the way emancipated, you still feel <laughs> free. Like because you still have Twitter on the other hand. But once you like get rid of that Instagram, you know you feel like a oh little God. free. I'm, I, I just made Instagram like last week. I'm looking for to delete it again because it feels so I want, good. I'm, it feels so good saying you don't have Instagram. Like somebody asked, like, I don't have, I have Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like you just elite. But um, yeah, so that's how I'm really starting to come this year. I think I don't know how long I could hold it up, but I just want to hold up as long as like I can see myself actually achieving some of the goals I have for myself because like you know the internet and stuff can well I need the internet I don't say the internet as a whole but like if distracting it, parts if of the, you internet. Use the internet the right way you can, can do a lot somewhere. for you. yeah you, it could do a lot for you 
So look at uh, DJ Academics. <laughs> on me. Nigga, not even a DJ. That's why I tweeted the other day. I was like, DJ Academics ain't even a DJ. How old is he? I don't know. Because he was talking, and he was like, yeah, I started in college, college radio, and then I started doing YouTube videos. That's such a lie. Why is he lying about, <laughs> like, his life? Like, I can't see him. Like, that never happened to him. Stop I lying. Like, go to college. But, no, he was like, I started in college, and he said he got kicked off for, like, whatever he was saying, and he, but he would post it on YouTube. But he said he kept posting on YouTube like he was still, like, doing it for the college radio, but he wasn't. He was just doing it and just posting it. And then he said, then he started doing all the other videos. And then he See, started. What, what amazes me is how, like, big he's going to be soon. Like, You think he's going to be really big? I mean, like, he got this gig and they go viral, like, every sure. week. And, like, I don't know. Like, he was already on. He was, you know how he Pretty said this. Calm. Like, how do you do this? He just started tweeting about mess. He came like, out of no, like, DJ Academics came out of nowhere. No, he just always was at, like, Twitter. Yeah, nigga, and he Twitter was at just, Twitter, like, we, didn't, we don't really know. We didn't know, like, we, we didn't know, know what he what looked like are, or nothing. Like, we just know that the mess comes from <laughs> yeah. you. Like, anytime we see, like, DJ Academics on our TL, like, we time, just know it's some, like, coon, like, the mess The first time stuff. I saw him, I think it was when that Angel Diaz. The video, Yeah. Yeah. And I thought him and Joe Budden were friends, but they are not friends at all. Joe Budden <laughs> hates him. Not fr- That's what the whole like premise of the show yeah. is based around, like how they're probably gonna yeah. clash. But um, Angel Diaz, so good. But yeah, internet sucks, but it's good if you want to be like successful because it'll get you there. Yeah, I but used yeah. To, because of the internet. <laughs> funny because of <laughs> because the internet. <laughs> because of the internet. <laughs> yeah, but because of the internet. <laughs> I'm a lot of things. I don't know. Help, not we help me. We were able to make this podcast. Like the internet. The internet. The, in, the internet. Excuse me. The internet is like really like an internet. outlet for me. Like I just like I was telling you guys how I research a lot of like the music and stuff. Like I just research a lot of stuff <laughs> through the internet. Like you know, if I want to learn something new, if I I don't know what it is. If I'm just into someone's life and I'm just oh like really like looking. You know, the internet's your best friend. So, I don't know what, basically what I'm trying to say is, like, it's time for me to just focus on the things that I want and need. I need to just shut out the stuff that's, like, blocking that. Yeah. And plus, I think along with it, too, like, I'll get a lot of time to think and just, like, become better. Um, Just a reference I want to make with um, my favorite book, which is, um, excuse me, I'm sorry, as I think. I thought you were going to say the book is Excuse Me, I'm sorry. No, no, my favorite book, The Tao of Wu by the RZA, which has, like, so much gems in it. Like, I don't know, like, a great book. I read it, I don't know, just, I'm not even going to get too much of the background, but what I really am trying to say is, at one point in the book, he was saying, I know that this has nothing to do with, like, meditating and, like, just, like, anything. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to make a connection through this, but he was just saying, like, at one point, he just, like, really, like, shut a lot of stuff with his life out. And, like, you know, he was kind of on a fast, too. He was meditating a lot like that. And, you know, if you just set time aside for you to do that, like he said, like, it was just silent, you know, just him and his thoughts. If you just set time aside for yourself like that, like, I don't know, like, you just learn a lot about yourself. You'll just, 
I don't know, a lot of things you'll really gain from it because it's so much that goes on in this world. Like, you're always, like, in something, you know, everything mm, around you, like, yeah. this world. stuff. So, so you just need time to, really, like, stop all of that. And I know me deleting my Twitter isn't really exactly that. But, but it's, it's a kinda, start. Yeah, exactly. Because the way that, like, my life is set up, I just go home. I'm just in my room. And I just have, my TV's already off. I don't really do that. So, like I said, I'm just on my phone, like, scrolling on Twitter. So, like, if I get rid of Twitter... I'm just working on my goals. I'm just sitting in my room just, like, thinking about the things that, you know, like, I need to be thinking about. Like, I feel like I'm going to do, like, hella growth. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to gain a lot out of it because, you know, just you and your thoughts and, like, your dreams and, like, you know, stuff yeah, like that. So I feel it. I'm excited for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was beautiful. Thanks so much. Because a lot of times when I have something important to say, it's hard for me to get it out the way I want. Like... A lot of times I have to share things for, like, the music segment. I'll speak about something that's so important to me, but I'm just like, this is so important, and I don't know how to say it all, like, today or any other day, really. Like, it's just, like, a lot. Like, I want to say this the right way, but I don't really know if what I'm saying is going, like, that direction. But, yeah. I feel you. I like it. Thanks. I stand. I stand. <clears throat> you want to say any last remarks? We wrap up. <laughs> wrap up <laughs> wrap up <laughs> um, um oh, oh no i think i'll add this i know this uh it's like a light gym just something to think about um you know i think it's it's something you guys should just take into consideration not calling like anyone out maybe this isn't you maybe it is you but i think something like we as humans just stop doing is like don't prejudge people. <laughs> I got scared. You know, it's Fourth of July season. I don't know if you guys heard that pop, but you know, I think we should like stop prejudging people. You know, not really like really we kind of judge them before we know them. I kind of I don't want to say that happened to me. Like I think I was doing it to someone else mm-hmm. recently. Like I seen someone and I was just like, oh, they're this, so I'm not really gonna like them. I don't like the way they act. I don't like the way they sound, the way, like, where they're from and stuff like that. So I definitely prejudge somebody. And then, like, after that, after all of my assumptions, like, we ended up becoming really good friends. And, like, I just thought that was pretty interesting because in my head I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to like this person. We're not going to get along. And then really, I actually liked the person. They were cool. So, um, you know. If you see someone and, like, they just, you feel like y'all vibes not really going, you know, they wearing their hair some type of way, you just like, that hairstyle kind of ugly, I'm not going to like her. Don't really do that, because, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be, like, a, they'll pretty much be, like, a good person. Like, you never know, like, just, like, how white people say that they're colorblind to black people, you know? <laughs> I don't want to say be colorblind, because that's not what I'm saying, because, you know, white people are dumb when they say that, but, like, act like you don't, like, do it. Act I'm, like you don't see that. <laughs> Act like look. Act like you talking to someone, but like you can't see them. Like act like they just <laughs> air. Like, act like they like air. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Just don't prejudge people. Yeah, I feel that. It's a good way to end. All right, all right. Happy anniversary to my mom and dad. Thirty-one years. Woo! Black love. Huh?